Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 281 of Keeping Up With The Joneses. I'm joined today by my glorious, resplendent, beautiful wife, <laughs> AJ Jones. How the heck are you? I'm good. I look like Heidi right now, don't I, with my hair all done in a fancy thing? I'm, I'm not going to lie. It looks really cute. Does it? Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Yeah. I was checking you out earlier today oh, going oh, look, at, look a little fancy the one there i got like a fancy hair wrap thing that's supposed to curl my hair while i wear it just remind the people when did you get it and who got it for you i got it for mother's day that's right yes you're welcome and i did try it one night and i slept with it in and it worked great that day like i mean well i kept the curls for a couple of hours which is about all my hair will do yeah it, it does not to discourage you, but it does seem like a fool's errand. Like, I know you love wearing it, but the curls maybe last 15 minutes? No, no, no. No, it lasted a couple of hours the last time. So, it did. You you didn't see me. I went out. Um, okay. So, you keep telling I'm going to wear that. it right up until, like, right before the wedding, and then I'm going to take it down. Yeah, well, we should probably talk about the wedding in our weekly update. Yeah. We're going to a wedding. We're going to a wedding. We finally decided to tie the knot, having lived together. And <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> no, we are not getting married because we already are married. That was a joke, everybody. Don't write in. Our good friend, Kate, is getting married to yes. Mr. David today. Yes. And we're all very excited about that. So excited. So excited. That's not really a weekly update because that's a future thing. We don't tend to talk about future no. events. Well, it's that's... future in that it's, yes, today, but later in yeah. a couple of hours. Yes. Give me a weekly update because you had an interesting week. I did. I went away by myself to the beach. You did? Yes. Sunny Florida. Sunny Florida. How was that? It was wonderful. Like, so wonderful. I just got like a little place where I could walk to the beach walk into Rosemary, walk into Alice Beach. And I basically just walked around. I didn't talk to anybody. I only spent words on ordering coffee or ordering tacos. And um, that's about it. I just, for, for three days, didn't talk to anybody and just had some great time with the Lord in my favorite little church in Seaside and walked around. And rested. It was really w- interesting watching you unplug, because the whole goal was that you were going away to just get some time on your own, so much you need rest and recuperation. Yes. And so you were very adamant, no, I'm I'm having time to myself. Yeah. But <laughs> but Sunday was your drive down. Yeah. And and I got lots of texts that don't really have much content, but they feel like they're just for connection. They were well, like, babe, again. Like I said, I, I've not spent time away from you. Yeah. It was just funny, though, that the contrast between, now, babe, just want you to know, I'm going to be offline. I'm going to be talking to anybody. And in my head, I'm like, yeah, you have a six-hour drive ahead of yourself. There ain't no way you're not going to text me. <laughs> so you're like, hi, wish you were here to rub my neck. Hey, just stop in Starbucks. Hey, just give me an update. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> well, I thought you would want connection. That's fine. I'll remember that well, next time. No, 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 no. My <laughs> point was I didn't want connection. My point was the contrast between your adamance that you were going to be offline. Yeah. And, and then the next day you, you were like... You kept coming back for the sugar right here. That's right. I Well, I kept texting you that day. It did feel so weird to be by myself. And then by the time I got to Monday... Oh, I didn't hear from you. You didn't hear from me all day Monday. In fact, you texted me Monday night and said, are you still alive? Well, I just... I texted you because I was like, I'm not sure what the expectations are. 
Like, I think I heard that you don't want anything, but like, yeah. But anyway, you had a great time. I did. I totally unplugged and I, I'm like, wow. Yeah. I, I am an introvert and I do need introvert time. So, and you went from that experience to a house full of 14 people within about three days. Yeah. So on the Wednesday, all of our small group leaders and staff from the school of supernatural life joined me down in Florida, like half an hour from where I was. Yep. And so then we did our end of year retreat. Um, so I went from no spending, no words, not having to talk to anyone to living in a house with 14 people. I mean, thankfully people that I love, but like, yeah, you know, it was, it was a big, <laughs> it was a big culture shock or a big shock for me to begin with. I was like, oh, I don't know if I could do this, <laughs> you know, but anyway, yeah. Well, thank you to the SOSL staff who, kind of rehabilitated you so that when you came home to a husband and three children who hadn't seen you in a week, your relational circuits were all online. And they were so sweet. They ran down the stairs and cuddled me when I arrived. Yeah, what about me? Well, you didn't run down the stairs and cuddle me when I arrived. (laughs) (laughs) That's because I was already downstairs. That's true. And I was a sweaty mess because I was trying to tidy the house for your arrival. And you did a great job. That's all I wanted to hear. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you, well, you enjoyed your time down in Florida. You had chaos. No, I didn't have chaos. The kids were great. I enjoyed my time because I had a Tesla. You did, but you also had a tick bite. Did have a tick bite. That was weird. Like, what, I didn't know what a tick was till I moved here. Do they have ticks in Canada? Uh, I've never heard of them until I moved here either. But they must have them, right? Pro- like, I mean, probably, ticks? but it's cold. I'd never heard of somebody having a tick bite. I'd never heard, nor did I know what a tick was, and I'd hear about people, and, you know, we've been camping, and we never encountered them, blah, 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 blah. But I think because we've done a lot of yard work, I mean, I, I guess that's the only place I would have got it from. But, yeah, I woke up. We did yard work on the weekend. Didn't notice anything. Monday morning, I woke up, and I knew there was a problem <laughs> when I couldn't get my left foot into my left shoe. And I was like, wait, what? And I looked down at my foot, and my foot was completely swollen. And as the day went on, both of my legs were super swollen. I was like, what is going on? So, you know, obviously I hit up WebMD, and then I checked my blood sugar, and I checked my uh, blood pressure, and everything's (laughs) fine. And I'm like, what is this? So I go to work, not really thinking about it. My feet are really, really tingling. And I'm like, this is so odd. And at one point, I reach back, and I scratch my back, and I feel what I think must be a skin tag. And so I just yank it off, which you shouldn't do to a skin deck. <laughs> I didn't check WebMDs for skin decks. <laughs> <laughs> I've, cut, I've cut off skin tags with scissors, and I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to do that either. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, do not take medical advice from this podcast. <laughs> you don't want to follow what we do. I pull off what I think is a skin tag, and I realize it's a very much a live tick with a little yellow dot on the back. Ew, it was so, still moving. Still moving. Yuck. Um, and so I put it in a Ziploc bag. Good job. Yes. Well, we learned that from your bite. Yeah. Because there's a website called TickCheck.com where you can send your tick off to see if it's carrying any like diseases. Yeah. But the next couple of I almost went to um, urgent care that day because my legs continued to swell up. Yeah. All night. And so again, uh, I realized I just came home, hung upside down on our like inversion table to get my heart below my legs is that what we're supposed to do and then slept with my legs propped up and the reason i couldn't go to tick, uh, tick check the reason i couldn't go to physician's urgent care is there was no one to watch the kids and by the time i picked up abby who could watch the kids 
it was closed. Tuesday was much the same, but then also my hands swole up. And I'm like, what is going on? So at this point, I booked an appointment with my GP. Went to see her on Wednesday. And she was like, yeah, I'm going to start you on a broad spectrum antibiotic while we figure out if that disease, if that tick is carrying any diseases. So don't know that yet. Feel fine today, except for, <laughs> in unrelated news, my back went out, which is why I'm not at church this morning. And instead, I'm recording a podcast with you before you go out and do bridesmaidy stuff. That's right. Except uh, there's no actual official bridesmaids, but I get to do bridesmaidy stuff. Right. Yeah. I don't know how we got on to talking about the tick when all I wanted to do was wax lyrical about the Tesla. We'll go back to the Tesla. Teslas and ticks. We could call this this uh, episode Tesla and ticks. <laughs> I'm convinced that short of the money side of things, I am Tesla's uh, target audience. Like, I don't have $130,000. Short, <laughs> short of the fact that you can't afford one, short you're the target audience. <laughs> Great. I think they want people that can pay for them, actually. I think you're really not the target audience. <laughs> I love it. Like, I love it so much. It feels like the first time I used a Mac from from a PC. Like, a lot of people don't know I was a PC nerd before I was a Mac evangelist. Yeah. But just everything about it is beautiful and well thought out and crafted with intention and so you walk up to it and it it opens the passengers or no the kind of driver's door for you if the kids all get in through their doors as soon as you get into the car and put your foot on the brake it closes all the doors because it knows you're ready to go and then obviously i've been driving with it on autopilot the whole time i mean obviously and i realize it's a much better driver than me I'm going to just not say anything about that at all. With one caveat. Oh, dear. <laughs> like, I would say 90% of the time, it does a great job. And then 10% of the time, it's a combination between a drunk driver, a teenage driver, and an old person driver, where just randomly it will forget where it is or what it is doing. So maybe it's well, not much better. Well, that sounds like you. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. Maybe it's not much better driver than me. But I I love it. And it's only getting smarter and only getting better, like with the AI of, of driving. But I, it makes driving so much more of an enjoyable experience. That's because you're not driving. It's great. Yeah. I love it. I, I feel somewhat more confident having you driving the kids around in the Tesla than in anything else. Oh, absolutely. It was also the top rated you know yeah. five star for safety so yeah. i i fully agree with that but i think part of my problem is when i'm driving i lose focus and i'm uninterested and i get distracted really easily whereas in the tesla it's doing much of the heavy lifting for you yeah it just prompts you periodically to say are you still awake are you still there yeah. and it's it's amazing yeah it's absolutely amazing it parks itself i want to clarify i still want a sienna minivan oh, just hush now okay you're harshing my vibe oh sorry woman. sorry we it want won't drive itself <laughs> it will park itself <laughs> the kids love it there's tons of room yeah it's just that hundred and thirty thousand dollars that is the problem just that minor hundred and thirty thousand yeah. dollars yeah but anyway i'm loving it absolutely yeah. loving it yeah. and why i have it is a friend is out of town and said do you want to have my tesla while i'm out of town and i'm like yes yes i absolutely do so i've been loving it so great our main topic well hang on i thought i thought for a second like uh, i've had a couple people ask me recently what's going on with the adoption stuff. Yes, let's talk about that. And so I thought it might be good for like, you know, just the regular listeners to do a little bit of an update. And it's it's kind of a non-update. Well, it will explain why there hasn't been much of a conversation about the adoption. Yeah. So we are still waiting to be back 
matched. We're still waiting to be batched. <laughs> We're still waiting to be matched with a mom. So uh, we have seen several situations go through with two very large agencies. Um, but again, often people are asking for uh, homes where there's no other kids yet or uh, homes that are non-religious or whatever the thing is. So um, it's sort of a niche market that's going to want their child adopted into a family where three other kids already exist. I don't remember anybody pitching this to me. So maybe it was the story I came up with. Okay. But was, hey, you have to do all this work and that's the hard part. And then, the you know, as soon as you've done all that work, you'll just be inundated with the requests. That's how it felt when they were explaining it to us. And... And sure enough, we did lots of work, but it's over a year since we started all the paperwork. And I think my idea was, well, you know, because they said, yeah, you tend to get matched within, was it 18 months? Well, they said that, like, our main person, she said their average is around seven months, but it's, she said it can be as much as 14 to 18 months. But she said, she said from the time that you go live, like all of your stuff yeah. goes live, which we didn't do that till the beginning of November. And I think that's, imp- that's important for me to remember because otherwise I'm like, what, you know, I thought this was, yeah, it would go way faster. So every day we, we check, check, the website, check the website and see how things are going yeah. and then just praying, um, but, uh, you know, one of the most common things I have is people ask me how the adoption is going, and then they apologize for asking me. I'm like, no, you are welcome to ask us. Yeah, we don't mind Anytime you want. Yeah. Yeah, like, you know, we tend to live very public lives, especially in this space. So we're happy for people to ask us about it, and yeah. we, we really love the, the interest. and yeah. the, So the we're just waiting and hoping, and it was God's idea, and so we have, you know, some confidence that, that it'll be yes. in all the right timing. And that's the bit that helps me when I'm, you know, because I like a plan, I like to know what I'm doing. Yeah. Is when kids, that doesn't happen, yeah. I just go, okay, God, yeah, yeah, we're following you. You led us into this. Yeah. The kids were like, wouldn't it be great if we got matched in the summer? Because then we could be there and go with you for the birth and everything. I'm like, it would be great. It might not happen, yeah. you know. Um, so we're just sort of waiting. It is funny how we've kind of uh, uh, modified our life, though. Like, as soon as we went live with We Are Adopting and you signed up with all these agencies, we kind of made all these plans tentative with adoption. Yeah. Like, I remember going away for your 50th, going, okay, well, we're going to do this, but we might have to cancel last minute. If And yeah. now I'm just like, oh, we're just going to live life as normal. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure yeah. if it happens, it happens. Yeah, because, I mean, in reflection, I think we didn't do a bunch of, like, our little family weekend away, things that we would normally have done that are super life to us because we were afraid, well, you know, what if we basically book this, pay the money for whatever, and can't go? Right. Um, And, of course, none of... That hasn't happened, and we could have actually had those moments. So I think we have to just uh, keep doing normal life and then, you know, and keep praying and keep being open and keep waiting and, you know, but probably not put everything on hold. There you go. So that's our adoption update. Good to do a main topic? Yes, let's do a main topic because I got a wedding to get to. All right. Our main topic this week comes from a question that was sent in a couple of weeks ago by an anonymous listener. Ah, hello, Anonymous. And she asks this. She said this. As I was listening to your teaching about baptism, remember we did podcast episode on baptism, my question on baptism of the Holy Spirit surfaced all over again. I grew up in a more conservative tradition, and I was baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I see evidence of the Holy Spirit in my life daily, and I hear his voice for me and by grace as prophetic words for others. 
However, I have not experienced the more charismatic expressions of the Holy Spirit personally, things like tongues or visions and healing, etc. I want to, and I do pray to, I feel fully saved and assured of a glorious eternity through Jesus. I'm once saved, always saved, like Alan. But I feel like I'm missing something. So the question, is baptism of the Holy Spirit connected to water baptism? If you see evidence of the Holy Spirit in your life, do you still need baptism of the Holy Spirit? How does one go about that? It is still such a nebulous concept to me. Thanks for any thoughts on this. I think the first thing I want to say is it was a really nebulous concept to me too. So when I read your question, Anonymous, I go back, I don't know, 20 years plus to I remember having exactly the same questions. And because you you, you asked some great questions in there, but because you ask a bunch of them, I'm going to slightly change your question and then add some more to it. So I want to rephrase your question as, what is the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Well, the baptism of the Holy Spirit is actually something the Bible is really clear about. Yeah. Like if you if you read the Gospels, in all four Gospels, which is interesting, John the Baptist talks about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So in Matthew, Mark, and Luke, he basically says a variation of the same thing where he's contrasting his ministry with Jesus's ministry. Yeah. So it's that famous line of like, I baptize with water, but one who's more powerful than me. Baptizes with the Holy Spirit and fire. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And I'll, I'll put the verses anything i say verse wise i'll put links to in the show notes so that's matthew mark and look in john's gospel we actually find out how john knew that and he says this in john 1 verse 33 he said i would not have known him i.e the person who does these things except that the one who sent me to baptize with water told me the man on whom you see the spirit come down and remain is he who will baptize with the holy spirit so, like, it is a biblical term, baptism of the Holy Spirit. I don't know how I missed it my whole life. Like, I'd never heard of that. And you might have heard my story. I went to a church in Scotland. I was in my early to mid-twenties. And the pastor there, I think this was probably the first time I'd ever heard anybody talk about baptism in the Holy Spirit. He said, hey, if anybody hasn't been baptized in the Holy Spirit, come forward for prayer. And the friends I'd gone with were all, like, really eager for me to go forward. But I was super confused because, A... I had been baptized in in water. Yes. Right. B. I knew I had the Holy Spirit, and C. I'd never heard the phrase "baptized" in the Holy Spirit before. So I remember arguing with them and like, "I have been baptized, yeah. and I have the Holy Spirit." Yeah. And you know, it was, it was a confusing thing to me. So when you ask the question, like, you know, what is the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Is it the same as water baptism, etc.? I I totally get that. But let me let me step back for a second and talk about because because anonymous when you asked that question you you said a similar thing to me which is basically like I know I have the Holy Spirit and actually I can see the Holy Spirit at work so like do I need the baptism of the Holy Spirit and to be clear all Christians do have the Holy Spirit you can't get saved without the Holy Spirit <laughs> right right and that that would be the confusing thing like Jesus is really clear about that like in John three he says this I t- this is remember Nicodemus comes to him and he's like what do you mean being born again like how, how does that happen and Jesus says this I tell you the truth no one can enter the kingdom of God unless he's born of water and the Spirit. Flesh gives birth to flesh, but the spirit gives birth to spirit. You should not be surprised at my saying you must be born again. So Jesus is basically saying that unless you're born naturally of flesh and born spiritually of the spirit, you can't get into heaven. So we're literally 
born again and the Holy Spirit comes and lives in us. Yes. But whether you're aware of it or not, whether you're aware of it or not. Yes. But there's a big difference between being born of the Spirit and being baptized with Holy Spirit. Yeah. And and I don't know what kind of well no you did say in your question you said you grew up in a conservative tradition and and here's the thing conservative evangelicals which sounds like your background certainly my background would argue that receiving and being filled with the Holy Spirit are the same thing but I would argue from Scripture and my own personal experience that they're actually two separate events yeah like one happens when we get saved. Like we receive the Holy Spirit at that point. And to be clear, every Christian, just like you said, AJ, has the Holy Spirit. The other, being baptized in the Holy Spirit or being filled with the Holy Spirit, happens subsequently. Yes. Now, to further complicate this only a little bit, there is nothing to stop the two happening simultaneously. Right. But in most Christians' lives that I've talked to, they got saved and then they get filled with the Holy Spirit. And I'm using filled with the Holy Spirit, being baptized with the Holy Spirit, being baptized in the Holy Spirit as all um, the, the same. Exactly. Even that, though, I have I had found confusing. Like, I'm like, oh, I know I'm filled with the Holy Spirit. I don't know if I'm baptized with the Holy Spirit. And for me, the stumbling part was tongues. Well, we're going to get to tongues in a second. Yeah. Um, it is interesting to note that right now, my cute wife has turned her headphones upside down <laughs> and is wearing them as a headphone beard. Jingard. <laughs> <laughs> well, because... Because my head is up on my, or my hair is up on my head like Heidi, it, it's killing me. Like my, it was sitting on top of this braid thing and I was like, well, I feel like somebody's crushing my head. Well, you look very cute. Well, thanks. Well, hang on, time out for a second. Let's just be very, very clear. All Christians have the Holy Spirit. Yes. Like you can't be saved without the Holy Spirit. Yes. Only some have been baptized with the Holy Spirit. Yes. Though all can be and should be. Yes. Right. Well, do we want to shit on people? You you do want to be. Well, yes. yes. And I, what I love about anonymous, uh, uh, you're asking this question, going, you know, I think I already have the Holy Spirit because you know I hear His voice daily and I can prophesy. Yeah. But I'm also aware that there's some lack in my life, and I yeah. I want this. And I can relate to that. I can totally relate to that. Let me, but b- before I kind of breeze on though and answer those bigger questions of like, well, how do you and what does it look like and how does tongues fit into this? I just I want to. I think the teacher in me wants to demonstrate clearly from Scripture the difference between being born of the Spirit and being filled with the Spirit. Do it. All right. Well, demonstrate it. Your great example is Jesus. He's a great example of many things. <laughs> right. But he was <laughs> quite literally born of the Spirit. Yes. Right. You remember when the angel comes to Mary and he said, Hey, you're going to have a child. And she's like, How can this be? I'm a virgin. Luke 1, verse 35. The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. So we know that the how she gets pregnant is through the Holy Spirit. Jesus is literally born of the Holy Spirit. But what's interesting, and we kind of talked about this already, is when Jesus goes to get baptized by John, in Matthew chapter 3, he gets baptized and the Holy Spirit descends upon him, right? So my question is, why would he need to receive the Holy Spirit when he already has the Holy Spirit? Right. Right? He was born of the Spirit. Why did the Holy Spirit need to descend upon him and settle on him, as Matthew six de- Matthew 3.16 says? After his baptism, as Jesus came out of the water, the heavens were opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descend like a dove and settling on him. 
And a voice from heaven said, this is my beloved son, and I'm fully pleased with him. Uh, Why? Because I think, you know, this is a great example of Jesus being born of the Holy Spirit, but also being anointed with, filled with, receiving the Holy Spirit. Um, I don't want to say he's receiving the Holy Spirit like there was a time he was without it, but it is a subsequent revisiting of the Holy Spirit on Jesus' life. Yes. Same thing with the disciples, right? The disciples are with Jesus. It's interesting to know at what point did they get saved. But interestingly, in John 20, verse 19, it this is when Jesus uh, has been resurrected, and all the disciples are freaking out. Right, This is preceding Acts 2. That's yeah. called foreshadowing, by the way. Yeah. John 20, Jesus come and stood among them. All the doors are locked for fear of the Jews. Jesus stood among them, and he said, Peace be with you. And after he said this, he showed them his hands and his side, and the disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. Verse 21, again, Jesus said, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. And with that, he breathed on them, and he said, Receive the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Right? So they receive the Holy Spirit in John 20. Right? I, I think it's fair to say they're Christians at that point. Right, They believe that Jesus is yes. the risen Lord. I think that's fair to say. Yeah, <laughs> They understand he's paid the price for their sin. And according to Scripture, they receive the Holy Spirit. Well, you know where I'm going because I already mentioned it. If you flip over to Acts 2, the day of Pentecost, the disciples are sitting there and all of, the ho- all of a sudden the Holy Spirit comes in in a new way and they're filled with the Holy Spirit. And so we know the story about that. Verse 4 of Acts 2 says, All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Holy Spirit enabled them. Yeah. So same pattern as Jesus. They're born again and they receive the Holy Spirit, yet they are also filled with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Have you got time good. for one more? Really good. Yeah, sure. All right. Acts 8 couple of interesting ones in Acts 8. For time, I'm just going to talk about the one in Acts 8. This is believers who are in Samaria. It says this, Philip went down to a city in Samaria and proclaimed the Christ there. And when the crowds heard Philip and saw the miraculous signs he did, they all paid close attention to what he said. With shrieks, evil spirits came out of many, and many paralytics and cripples were healed. So there was great joy in that city. Verse 12, they believed Philip as he preached the good news of the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus Christ. They were baptized, both men and women. So this is a great, you know, it's like a revival happening in the city in Samaria where Philip preaches, people believe, they get baptized, and they, they give their lives to Jesus, right? They, they, he's preaching the good news of the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, and these people are, are, are baptized, yeah. But in Acts, four to, uh, Acts 8, verse 14, it says this, When the apostles in Jerusalem heard that Samaria had accepted the word of God, they sent Peter and John to them. And when they arrived, they prayed for them they, that they might receive the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit had not yet come upon any of them. They'd simply been baptized into the name of the Lord Jesus. Then Peter and John placed their hands on them, and they received the Holy Spirit. Similar pattern again. These people who've responded to the gospel of Jesus Christ, who believe, who are baptized, yeah. they are subsequently prayed for, and the Holy Spirit, it says they received the Holy Spirit. It's, and, and that's really my experience. I got saved when I was seven, but I didn't meet the Holy Spirit until I was 24. And again... I couldn't have been saved without the leading of the Holy Spirit, without the quickening of my heart, right. without responding to that. And I knew of the Holy Spirit, but when I was 24 and got baptized in the Holy Spirit, everything in my life changed. Yeah. Which leads us to one of the questions Anonymous is kind of asking, which is, 
how do I know I've been baptized with the Holy Spirit? And the most common answer to that, the ones that Pentecostals hold to, is... Tongues. (laughs) Although... That's not the only evidence of being baptized with the Holy Spirit. It's not. It's a good answer, and, and I, I quite like the answer, but you're quite right, because out of the five times in the book of Acts where it mentions baptism with the Holy Spirit, only three of them refer to speaking in tongues as the sign. Right. There are other signs that accompany the baptism. Yes. Right? Um, so, biblically, I want to say you want to be careful in stating that it has to be tongues, and here's why. For me, I got baptized in the Holy Spirit, but it was probably six or seven months later that I spoke in tongues. And for me, it was a couple of years later. Right. So you got baptized in the Holy Spirit, and for a couple of years, you didn't speak in tongues. What happened in between that time? Well, I, I mean, I was prophesying. I, you know, I could hear the Lord really clearly. And, uh, you know, I, I, I could feel the Holy Spirit on me. I got healed. I prayed for others for healing, and they got healed. But I didn't speak in tongues. Right. And uh, I even had like a bunch of really awkward moments of people. Well-meaning people. Well-meaning people standing around me, like essentially yelling at me in tongues, which yelling at me never does anything good for me anyway. You know, then they'd say, just say this. Should have bought a Honda. Yeah, like manufactured, you know, and I was like, oh, I I can't, you know. And and for me, it it was like, yeah, a couple of years later. that I started speaking in tongues. You know, you were a couple of years. I was a couple of months. I'm convinced that I could have spoken in tongues way earlier. It's just I didn't know how. I didn't even know what it was. Right. I wasn't even sure if I believed in it. Right. But here's here's why I would still say that tongues is an evidence of baptism of the Holy Spirit. It, oh, it is. Is yeah. that I could have. I just didn't know how to. Yeah, I, I think that was the same thing for me. I didn't know how to either. And I think... Again, when some people were helpfully saying, well, just say this, like, this is my tongue, say this, that to me didn't feel like authentic or integrous. And, you know, like, I was just like, uh, like, you're like, you know, I feel more of your passion for me to speak in tongues than the Holy Spirit's empowerment right now. Yeah. And I also felt like, guys, I, I you know, pretty good. Like, I, I, I do know I'm baptized in the Holy Spirit, so I'm okay to wait, um, and actually, I didn't start speaking in tongues until I was at a meeting where Mary uh, Audrey Raycroft was doing this women's meeting. And she asked, you know, does anybody want to come up? And she said, we're not going to surround you, start yelling at you in tongues or whatever. And I'm like, oh, so this is everybody else's common experience, too. It was my experience. Yeah. And so there was like six or seven of us that came up. And w- when she came over, she just like lightly was praying for me and she said, AJ, you love to sing, just sing whatever you hear. And I was like, okay. And she's like, and if it doesn't make sense, don't try and make it make sense right now. She says, or just start singing about how much you love him and see what happens. Mm -hmm. And so I just started singing and I ended up singing in tongues and that's how I started speaking in tongues. Doesn't surprise me that you started with singing in tongues before you moved to speaking in tongues. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. I was the reverse. Maybe we should do an episode on tongues. Well, that's the like that's my only tongue stories it might be a short <laughs> it might be a short episode all right well you know how do you know like i i knew i knew even before i spoke in tongues i can i can describe my life pre-baptism of the holy spirit and post-baptism of the holy yeah, spirit yeah for sure so like it was a defining a defining mark 
in in my life and so i would encourage everybody who's listening that one of the one of the ways like you'll know like you you won't be in doubt and if you are in doubt it might be that you haven't been baptized in the holy spirit is that a fair way to say well, it? I don't know, because I would say I, because I was told that tongues was the only way to know, I would say I was in doubt and I absolutely was baptized in the Holy Spirit based on all the other evidences. So it sort of depends on what you've been told as well, I think. Yeah. And and, and also your, your your culture. Yeah. I just know for me, it was a stark contrast. Yeah. Like I knew I had the Holy Spirit before. And then I started living like I did. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, I mean, probably the big question that everybody's asking is, well, if I am in, or even I want to be doubly sure. Did you say am in? Yeah, I'm, I'm, that's my southern. <laughs> that's not southern. That's like some kind of weird Scottish <laughs> word, am in, if I am in. That's like am, apostrophe not. <laughs> am in. Am, am, am in. Aren't? If I aren't. Uh, aren't, no. aren't, are you sound like a countryman right now from the, from which part of England would this accent be? I'm not quite sure. All right. If you am it. If you am it, how do you get baptized in the Holy Spirit? Are you asking me? Well, yes. I think you just open up your hands and you literally just be in a posture of receiving and ask the Holy Spirit to come because he wants to come. Yeah. Because biblically, there's no set way. No. Like in both Jesus' case and the disciples in Acts 2, the Holy Spirit fell on people sovereignly. Yes. Right? The, you know, the Holy Spirit descended, the heavens part descended upon Jesus. In Acts 2, it was, yeah. you know, yeah. wild. In my case, and in what you're describing, and in others in the Bible, you can receive prayer for it. Yeah. But here's what I would say, though, and we kind of touched on this already. Often the exuberance of others who've received the Holy Spirit and possibly in their immaturity, there's a tremendous pressure to receive the, the baptism of the Holy Spirit where people are like, do you feel it? Okay, now try speaking in tongues. Okay, now just do this. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like you. I'm like, unwind it all. Yeah. And I like to fall back on Luke 11, 11, where Jesus is speaking precisely about the Holy Spirit. He says, which of you fathers, if your son asks for a fish, will give him a snake instead? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? I used to think that being baptized or being filled in the Holy Spirit took effort on my part. And actually, it's just a posture of receiving. Yeah. Because your Heavenly Father absolutely wants to fill you with the Holy Spirit. Absolutely. Yeah. And and you're not going to get a counterfeit. You're not going to get a demon if you do this. And I thought, babe, it would be fun if we prayed for people to receive baptism in the Holy Spirit via the podcast right now. All right. Let's do so, that. So I'm going to let AJ pray for you in a second, but I'm going to give you some instructions that AJ started with. Like wherever you are right now, don't do this while driving. Like maybe pull over. and But yeah, close your yeah, eyes. Definitely don't do it while driving. <laughs> And if you need something to do, turn your palms up, just like in a posture like you're going to receive. Close your eyes, breathe just deeply and calmly, and just get into a posture like God's going to answer the prayer that AJ is going to pray, because he's good and he loves you and he's for you. So AJ, pray for everybody right now to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. All right. Well, Holy Spirit, right now, for each person that's listening, Lord, I ask that you would come. 
or that you would fill them up from the tops of their heads to the tips of their toes, or that you would just absolutely saturate and soak them in your presence, and that they would feel you with them, that they would feel you resting on them. Lord, we breathe you in right now. We take you in. And we know that when we ask you for bread, you don't give us a stone. So Lord, we're asking for the Holy Spirit to come and fill us. And Lord, I pray for those of us who are who are wondering, I don't know if I've received the Holy Spirit or not, Lord, that you would just minister peace to our heart, Lord. I thank you that the foundational presence of God is peace. Yeah. And so, Lord, I just ask that you would increase peace. And even as, as you know, we're praying for you just now, pay attention to what your body's doing. Pay attention to any heat, any tingling, any sensation in your body, and focus on that, because that's probably the Holy Spirit at work in your life right now. And so, Lord, we ask that you would baptize everybody who's listening right now in the Holy Spirit. You'd fill them up from the soles of their feet to the top of their head, yeah. completely submerged with the Holy Spirit, because we know that you, Father, would love to give the Holy Spirit to those who ask you for him. And Lord, I thank you for the signs that follow, Lord, those that believe, Lord. And without any pressure, Lord, I ask that you would just impart spiritual gifts to people who are listening right now. Thank you tongues and prophecy and gifts of healing and gifts of faith, that people would have a marked difference, Lord, between pre-being baptized in the Holy Spirit and being filled with the Holy Spirit, and that people have the confidence, Lord, that they're not just born of the Spirit, but that they're filled with the Holy Spirit. And they ask all these things in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I think I'd love to encourage you as you're uh, pursuing the Holy Spirit and as you're just allowing him to fill you, one of your best tools for that is is learning how to soak and learning how to just keep in this uh, mode of receiving. And we've done a number of different podcasts on soaking. We'll try and uh, tag some of those in the notes for you um, if you're not clear on what that is. But um, just... For many of us, the hardest thing to do is to stay in a position of receiving and not analyzing. Right. And uh, often we sort of can stop something before it starts by getting to in our heads. Yes. And so my thought is if you could practice soaking, that's also going to help you practice receiving. So that was my sort of thought as you were praying. Yeah. All right, well, thank you, Anonymous, for that great question. Next week, I think we're going to talk about speaking in tongues, oh. what it is, how it happens, okay. what you do with it. Um, and maybe AJ's tummy can grumble in tongues, too. <laughs> I wonder if they're going to hear it on the podcast. It was so loud when you were praying. I was like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's crazy. Well, speaking in tongues. Thank you for joining us this week. If you would like the show notes to this episode, go to alanandaj.com slash, I was going to say 181, slash 281. Wowza. And you'll get um, all the verses that I, I quoted here and, and links to the show notes. One of the things I would love to encourage you to do, it's one of my favorite things, is to be with our students on the School of Supernatural Life. An application deadline for the School of Supernatural Life is closing July 15th. Yes. If you are somebody who is hungry for more of what God's doing in your life, if you're somebody who knows there is more but not quite sure how to get it. If you're somebody who would love to be practically equipped with things like 
the baptism of the Holy Spirit, speaking in tongues, healing the sick, prophesying. Boy, do we have a treat for you. Yes. It's called the School of Supernatural Life. It's an eight-month school. You can do it from anywhere in the world, or you can move here to Franklin and do it in person on campus. Both an on-campus and an online uh, version of the school uh, that you can participate in. Yeah. So, you know, as your life allows, you could make the choice that would best suit you. And to find out more information about the school, how you apply to get more information, or to even schedule a call with uh, one of our school staff if you've got questions, go to gracecenter.us slash school. And if you'd like to become a member of the show and and help support the show, head over to alanandaj.com slash join. But for now, we're off to a wedding, and we are praying that you have a great Holy Spirit-fueled week, yeah. and we'll see you next week. See you next week. Faith, life, communication, tacos and video games, paleo donuts and the kindness of God, the things we deal with every day, from Franklin, Tennessee, they are just like you and me. If you are a human being, there's something here for everyone.